Two weeks ago, beloved brothers, uh, I preached a message entitled, Living a Significant Life. Did you remember? Living a Significant Life. If you didn't listen or if you didn't watch, please go to our YouTube, chi- our YouTube channel and listen to it. Living a Significant Life. And today, I'm going to give you the second part of this message. Living a Significant Life, Part 2. I want to challenge you, beloved brothers and sisters. Because when I challenge you to receive this word today and put it in practice. Amen? You are going to receive it. But after this service, you are going to say to God, God... I want to put this word in practice. Can you say amen? Amen. Why, beloved brothers, we all need to live a life to glorify God. Amen? We all. Because one day, if you believe or not, you are going to be standing before the Lord. If you believe or not, you are going to be before him. And, and we will have to give account of how we lived and how we used our life, our time, our gift, and our talents. Because God created us. And he placed you here in this world to do something. Do you believe that? Yes. Or do you think you are here by chance? No, of course not. God brought you to this place and he has something to do in your life and through your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. How many of you want to obey God's plan and don't want to miss out on God's calling and purpose for you? How many of you? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, If you don't want to miss out the plan of God, this word is for you. Amen? Today you will learn how to not deviate on your calling. And how to live a happy life on this earth. And also be received by the Lord as a good and faithful servant. And at the end of it all. Amen? This is the plan. I have a, another question. How many of you would like to know the will of God for your life? How many of you would like to know the will of God for your life? Raise up your hands. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you steps for you to know the will of God, the plan of God. And we are going to see that God has plans for everybody. But he has specific plans for each of us. Amen? And would you like to know the will of God for your life? Yes or no? Then read the word of God is the first point. <laughs> read the word of God. Read the Bible. Are you reading your Bible? Yes. yes? 
Mm, good. Reading the word, we, you will then know all basic command, commandments. Okay? Reading, reading the word of God, will then, you will know all the basic command of God. Because, pay attention, God has basic command for everybody, but he has also specific commands for everybody, okay? And what are the basic commands? Basic commandments that God has for our lives. The, the commandments are God's will, God wills that we pray, Amen? That we pray faithfully. That we read the word with devotion. Not just to read a book. But to read with devotion. Like I want to listen from God. That we worship Him. This is another command. We worship Him with everything we are. With our strength. Some people worship the Lord. They, they close arms and say, they say they are worshiping the Lord. You have to surrender yourself and say, I, I worship you, Lord. You are my king, my Lord. You should use your strength to worship the Lord. There are many people, they are in hospitals. They are laying on bed. And they cannot worship the Lord. But you can. You are alive. You are here. And you have to give your life to worship him. Also, the base commandments. We have to live in harmony. In unity with our fellow brothers and fellow believers. That also that we have to passionate to preach the word to the lost. This is another commandment. There are people they are going to hell. They don't know Jesus as you know. Are you speaking to them? And saying. You need to know Jesus Christ. This is basic. Another command. Another commandment the Bible is very clear. About is that we have to serve. In a local church. Did you know? We have to serve. This is a basic command. Commandments. Where we got baptized, or we were, where we became members of this, the same body. And it is our duty, pay attention, to use our spiritual gifts. And not neglect, also not neglect church service, church meetings, church prayer meetings. Not to neglect. This is basic, what I'm talking, basic, basic things. And we all know these common basic commandments. We all know that, right? That you have to worship, you have to praise Him, you have to come to church, you have to give yourself to Him. We all know. But the frustration comes when you don't know what God wants for us specifically. We know that we have to pray to see God, but about the specific things about your life. Where should I live? Where should I go? To whom should I marry? To, 
Where is my, what is the future for my life? What, what college should I attend? I know, this is very specific. How can you hear from God? And I'm here to say to you, God can speak to you. God can give you a direction for your life. Don't try to receive any invitation and go after that. Never. God has specific things for your life. Don't accept any invitation to your life. Say, okay, I'm going to go. Even man of God has failed. God told to Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to give you many children. But what he did, he accepted some counsel from his wife to have a son with the servant. And you know what happened. God has plans for your life. Please, don't try to go to shortcuts to God's plan. Never, ever. I, I am here to say to you, God can give you the right direction to your life. God can speak to you if you are a born-again Christian. So we, we know we should live holy lives. This is basic commands, okay? We all know you have to live a, a holy life that's going to please the Lord. We should pray. You should read the word. We should live in unity of brothers and sisters. We should worship. We should evangelize people. But what does God want for, for me specifically? You know the basic. But and about the specific. For my, my life and for your life. If you are true Christian. If I am living a holy life. If I have a life of prayer, I preach the, his word, I love people, I go to church, I serve. Now, what does God want me to do specifically? Amen. What? That's really where most believers feel like they, are, they have hit the wall. Because they know the basic. But where should I go now? They hit the wall and they stopped. Or go to wrong directions. I have a testimony about my life. Because the first time I came to Ireland, God gave me a vision. A babe that someone should take care of him. This baby. The first time I came here. But I had a calling. And I supposed to go to India as a missionary. I was praying for many years, thinking about going to India. But I came here and God spoke to my heart. He gave me an open vision. I saw a baby and I asked God, what means this baby? And God said, this is a church that someone should take care of it. Then I went back to Brazil. Then I started praying, praying. I shared with my leadership of my church that someone should come here. Not me. Someone should come. And I said, maybe someone better should come. Someone better prepared should come. And I just said, said to them and say, God, 
because you have other plans for me. I am going to India. But then, but what happened? God used my pastor, Pastor Harry Skates. He came, he and his wife came to my house. And God used him that to say to me, said, he said to me, Marcio, God is waking me up every day, 5 a.m. in the morning, and saying to me that we should go to Ireland. He's awaking me up every day for three months, 5 a.m. in the morning, and say, we, Shalom Christian Fellowship, should go to Ireland. I said, but who will go? I said, you. I had one thing in mind, but what happened? I was serving the Lord. I was serving my church. I was, I was available to do anything in church, but then God gave the right direction. And that's why we are here, why this church started a few years ago. How can we listen God for specific things. How can we listen God for specific things? Pay attention. This is so simple. I, I spoke last message that. Being faithful in the little. Being faithful in the small things. In the small things that you are doing for God now. Our requirements before God can give you specific guidance and direction for specific things in your life. In order to be, for you to be instructed, pay attention, in order for you to be instructed, you must be active. Okay? You must be active and you must be faithful in the small things. This is the way. You must be active and faithful in the small things in order to receive a specific guidance. You must be on the go. Did you get? You must be on the go. Why would God reveal? Why would God reveal the third step to you if you haven't even taken the first step yet? How? He's going to say, okay, I'm going to give you the fourth step for your life. But you didn't take the second one. How does a kid, a children go to high school if he is not doing primary school. Is it possible? Is it possible to go to secondary school but not to do, to do primary school? Sorry, it's impossible. There are some steps. So we know, so we know what the will of God for us. We know the will of God for us. To save the lost, this is the will of God, right? To save the lost, live holy lives, 
Not sinning, not in pornography, not doing evil things, not in drunkenness. This is the will of God. Or to have self-control, to be faithful in our tithes and offerings as what was said by Alex today very well. Obeying our leaders, worshiping the Lord, serve in, a in the church, not neglecting meetings and be there for your fellow believers. But now again, what is the specific will of God for your life? What are the specifics? Will of God for your life. I'm going to start saying. It's simple. The specific. Start simple. Or the specific will of God. For your life. Is that you would take. Your own abilities. Resources. And energy. And invest them. Into God's overall. Commandment. Command. To bring the kingdom of God to earth. Amen? This is the will of God. Just for us to start. That the specific will of God for you. That's going to use your abilities. Are you using it? Your gifts? Your talents? Your energy? Your resources? So the will of God for you, it's simple. If you are called to use your specific, you are called to use your specific gifts and abilities to fulfill God's plan. Did you get? I'm going to repeat. You are, you are called to use your specific gifts and abilities to fulfill God's plan. God has given you something. Did you know? Something which you can do good. I, I have said to you that God has given you something. Do you believe that? Yeah. Something which you can accomplish God's will in the earth. So please ask yourself. Today, what, ha has, what has the Lord given me? Ask to the Lord, what has the Lord given me? What are my abilities? What is my personality? What are my resources? What are my connections? Sometimes uh, we are a little harsh. With ourselves. And we say. Well. God has not given me much. Have you said that? Sometimes we have been so harsh with us. No. God has not given me much. I don't have too much to give. I don't think so. That God can use me. Here in Ireland. Here in this church. In his kingdom. No. I, I don't think God didn't give me. Many things. But he has given you breath. <laughs> he has given you a mouth. 
He has given you eyes to see. Ears to hear. He, ha he has given you connections around you. Isn't it? Yeah. Family, friends. He gave you a lot. Look to the person next to you and say, God has given you a lot. God has given, God has given each and every one of us something that we can use for his glory. Can you say amen? amen. God has invested something in each and every one of us that can be used to bring the kingdom of God to earth. Do you believe that? Yeah. If you don't know what to do, Petrus, if you don't know what to do, then do what you already know. <laughs> I'm going to repeat again. If you don't know what to do, then do what I read, know how to do. It's simple. <laughs> While you are waiting for God to confirm the specific for your life, or do the basics. Did you get the point? While you are waiting for the guidance of the Holy Spirit, start doing the basics. <laughs> If you don't do the basics, the primary, how God can give interest to you more? If you are not using the basic that God has given you, how can God waste giving you more? You are going to waste. If you are, if you are willing on God to show you what kind of ministry you should take on, then serve where you find yourself right now. If you are waiting, do something. If you are waiting on God to confirm where you should live, then serve Him in the small things, wherever you are right now. If you are waiting for God to confirm what job should you take, what school should you attend? Start being faithful to what God has given you right now. Do something for God in the meantime. This is the point. Do something in the waiting period. And as you go, God will guide you. To show you the specifics. Did you get the point? <laughs> Do something in the waiting period. And God will guide you. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Please, what I'm going to say now, it's very powerful. Please listen to me. Do not believe the lie. Pay attention. Do not believe the lie that is difficult to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. This is a lie. It's hard to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
You can begin to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit with confidence and perfect clarity. Do you believe that? Yes. I know what I am teaching you. Because I know God can speak to you. And don't say it's so hard. The problem is many voices that we are listening and we are hearing. That's not the voice of God. And I want to give you now some biblical keys that's going to help you. That you can apply immediately after this service. Okay? After this service, you need to apply it. If you don't apply, you are not going to use it. And you are going to miss everything that God spoke to you today. Because if you put in practice, you are going to start, you are going to begin hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. When I say to you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, I mean to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. To recognize. Hearing God is not a skill. It's a sense that you must develop. It's not a skill. It's not a human skill. No one has it. But when you were born, you were born with your hearing. You were born with your sight. Okay? When you were born, I'm going to say again, when you were born from your daddy, from your, your mom, you were born with your hearing, okay? You were born with the, your sight, with the smell and the sense of touch, right? Because you came to this world. Look wise. When you born again, when you born again, you are giving spiritual senses the ability to hear and receive things from the heavenly realm. Did you get? Yes. Can you be taught how to hear? <laughs> Can you be taught how to hear? No, of course not. Can you be taught how to see? Of course not. When you born, when you born from your mom, you are able to see, you are able to hear. Of course, when a baby is born, you don't have to teach it how to hear. When a baby is born, you don't have to teach to it to see, but you do have. To train the child to listen and to observe, to sharpen those skills. Because sometimes children, if see a fire and say, <laughs> say, no, 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 no. It's not everything you see that you have to touch. <laughs> it's like you need to say, no, 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 no. You need to guide. In fact, my beloved brothers and sisters, when we born again, we born with these spiritual senses that comes from God. If, if you are really a born again Christian, you have all these senses inside of you. Yeah, this is the truth. 
This is the truth. In fact, the most powerful truth I can give you today concerning the voice of the Holy, the Holy Spirit is that you are already hearing the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But you don't know that is the Holy Spirit. I want to read John 10, 27. John 10, 27. That says, let's read all together. My sheep, listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Or the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice in another words. If you belong to him, you are read, hear him. Can you say amen? amen. Uh -huh. If you belong to the Lord, he's speaking to you. You hear his voice, he knows you, and you follow him. The key, again, is recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit. It's like when you are hearing so many voices. <laughs> so many voices. But what is the voice of the Holy Spirit? You are receiving so many information. But what is the information of the Holy Spirit? You are receiving so many guidance for your life. You are receiving so many opportunities. Many doors are opening to you. <laughs> I can guarantee you. Just one is from the Holy Spirit. Let's see a biblical um, example of what I am speaking to you. I have no time, but if you read 1 Samuel 3, 1 Samuel 3, from 1 to 10, we have no time to read, but most of you have read, okay? You know about Samuel, Samuel okay? You know the story here, how Samuel was called as a prophet. Do you remember? He was called as a prophet. He heard the voice of God speaking to him, right? He heard the voice of God. But he thought that it was his master, Elijah. He heard. Then he said, he went to Elijah and said, Hi, Eli. Hi, my pastor. <laughs> okay. Did you speak to me? He said, no, I didn't. I heard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. It's too, it's too early. Go to bed. Then again, he heard again. And he go, hi, huh? did you call me? No, go to bed. <laughs> Was he hearing God's voice? Was he hearing God's voice? Yes, of course, he was hearing God's voice. But he didn't recognize that it was God's voice. Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. <laughs> Are you recognizing the voice of God? He heard the voice of God speaking to him. But he didn't recognize he could hear God, but he didn't recognize that it was in the fact God speaking to him. So, my beloved brothers, again, it's not a matter of hearing God's voice. 
But it's a matter of recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit or the voice of God. When it, it's come, when it comes to recognize the voice of God, God's voice, please pay attention. All of you have to do is silence the other voices that are not his. Okay? Also in the quiet, the voice that will emerge will be the voice of the Holy Spirit. I am giving you... Did you get this point? I'm going to say again. Please, again. All you have to do is silence the other voices that are not his. Also, in the quiet, the voice that will emerge will be the voice of the Holy Spirit. Again, I say to you, you already are hearing God. But many times you don't know that is he. That is he speaking to you. There are, there are three categories. Three categories of voices that will speak to your life. Pay attention. You are going to hear these three kinds of voice in your life. That you speak to you. The first one is the satanic. First one, the satanic. Second, the world or the secular. It's not satanic, it's not from the devil, it's not from God, but it's from this world. Secular. And the third voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen? What are the three categories that I say to you, that I did say to you? Satanic, the world, the secular, and the Holy Spirit. Any bit of information that you ever receive, anything that you hear, will fall under these three categories. Satanic, from the world, or from the Holy Spirit. Amen? Any is on these three, in these three categories. The satanic normally is the easiest one for you to know. <laughs> because the satanic directly contradicts to the words of God. Always. Because sometimes, like, if you receive a word and say, Ah, that, look at that man. He's married, but he can be your partner. Then you're going to say, okay, no, 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 no. This, you're going to see clear. Okay? That's not the will of God. Because then the satanic contradicts directs against the word of God. The world or the secular often contradicts to the nature of God. The nature of God. But the spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit always speaks in Harmony with both the word and the nature of God. Amen? You need to get this teaching because it's going to help you a lot in your decision for your life. The sense to listen to the Holy Spirit 
was something that were given you when you born again. Okay? The sense to hear was given you when you born again, when you received Jesus. So, the first point, the Bible, or the first key to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit, and silencing those other voices, is the Word. Amen? This is the first point, the Word of God, the Bible. Let's read John 14, 26, that says... But when the Father sends the advocate as my re representative, that is the Holy Spirit, pay attention. He will teach you everything. Teach you what? Everything. And will remind you of everything I have told you. Please. If you are serious about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, then you will be serious about receiving the word of God. We read there that the Holy Spirit reminds and reveals. Say with me, the Holy Spirit. Again, the Holy Spirit reminds and reveals. Reminds and reveals. What does he remind you? What does he remind you? What does he reveal to you? What? He, he reminds you of the word. He reminds you of the word. He reveals you. The word. He reveals. <laughs> he reminds and reveals you. This is the truth. But he, how he is supposed to remind you a truth that you never received from the scripture. How he is supposed to partner with you in remembering what God has spoken his word. If you yourself are not talking in the word. How can we remind you? How can he reveal you? If you are not reading. Not receiving. This is the first point. Knowing the word makes it easier to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Or knowing the word of God makes you easier for you to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Second point. First is the word of God. Okay? First, you have to read it. Second point for you to listen to the Holy Spirit. The voice of the Holy Spirit is silence and stillness. Say with me, silence and stillness. Silence and stillness. Silence is the practical side. Silence is the easier thing to do for me. Silence. To be silent. Silence, what is silence? It's putting away 
all the outer distraction, putting away all distraction. If you read Matthew 6, 6 says, Jesus said, Matthew 6, 6, but when you pray, go away by yourself, okay? Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. He is one example, my beloved brothers, of Jesus talking about creating one atmosphere and moving distraction aside. Amen? How can you hear the Holy Spirit among many people? It's impossible. You never are going to hear the Holy Spirit in this way. Because there are so many voices. You need to move away our distraction. Silence comes by removing outer distractions. Amen? Amen. This is silence. Like, no, I haven't my phone here, but turning off phone. <laughs> Nowadays, no one turns phone off anymore. Many of you sometimes are complaining about your pastor. I know many people complain, pastor, I call you, don't answer. I called you three times, pastor, you didn't answer me. Sorry. Sorry. How can I listen to God? Talking to you. Sorry. I love talking to you. It's good. And sometimes I am returning my calls and say, I'm sorry, I could not answer. Always I reply back. But how? And also I don't have secretary. <laughs> say, okay. <laughs> yeah, nowadays uh, there are some parts they have a lot of secretaries and say, okay, I take note, he's going to ring you back. Sorry. We are like poor. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. I don't want that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Also, sometimes you have to tell your loved ones that you are not going to be disturbed for your prayer time. You're going to say, sorry, but daddy, mom is not here, or daddy's not here today. I am in my private time with God, okay? You have to say. And sometimes turning off internet, Television, our distraction. Please, if you don't do that, sorry, you are not going to listen the voice of the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you are going to listen something, oh, it is the Holy Spirit, but it's not. The second part, then first is the word, but the second is silence and stillness. And the second part, Part of the second point is stillness. Do you know what is stillness? <laughs> Psalm 46, verse 10. Let's read everybody together. Be oh, <laughs> for you to know your God, what should you do? Be still. Be still. This is the reason. We be still. And you are going to know that I am God. You are going to know me. You are going to know my voice. 
Why can you not hear the voice of God? Because you are too agitated. Not in stillness. It's impossible. Sorry. Sorry to say. But you never will hear the Holy Spirit. If you don't quiet your soul. It's interesting. How stillness precedes revelation. It's very interesting. Stillness precedes revelation. In the presence of God, we are told to be still. Can you say amen? amen. Psalm 37, 7. Psalm 37, 7. Let's, let's read all together. Be still in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And wait patiently. <laughs> but sometimes I say, no, I'm not patient. <laughs> on these points okay are you with me on these points silence and stillness the easier part is silence that's a matter of discipline just a matter of discipline you can be silent silence uh, where silence is the shutting off of outer distraction. But stillness is the silence of your soul. Stillness is the silence of your soul. What is stillness? Yeah. That is the difficult part. I can guarantee it. Why, Pastor? This is the, is the hard part. Because the internal chaos that we have inside. The internal guilt concerning your past. Your mistakes. The worry about your future. The sense of hurt that you might be feeling because of damaged relationships. Or harsh words that someone spoke to you. Maybe a sense of your confusion about God. It's not clear. Your confusion about the decision you have to make. A lot of things in your soul. Or even prayer that haven't been answered. You prayed but you didn't receive and you have everything that inside of your soul. Thoughts in your mind about your work. School, relationships, schedule and finances. It go on and on. Our minds get filled with these things and our emotions get stead with all Directions. How can you silence your soul? How? How can you bring stillness that for that internal chaos that are inside of you? How can you bring this stillness? In fact, it's in the stillness that the flesh begins to die. 
many people say, I don't know why my, I have to fight against my flesh. <laughs> your flesh, your desires. <laughs> because lack of stillness. Because you don't have this stillness before the Lord. That's why you can sometimes read the word of God. It's easier. Even some people say, Pastor, I have no problem to read the word of God. But I, I can't be stillness. <laughs> I can't be silent. Because it's, of course. Sometimes it's easier to take part, to participate in church ministry. It's easier to work in church. You can enjoy worship service. You can even watch video on YouTube. Like this one in your free time. You are watching videos. This is easy. But the moment you go to pray. <laughs> the moment say, now I'm going to go my prayer. I'm going to lock my door. I'm, oh, then, well, in that moment, suddenly your flesh starts squirm and say, don't do that. <laughs> your flesh starts shouting. Say, no, don't do that, please. You are killing me. <laughs> I'm going to die. I said, yes, this is the plan. <laughs> you need to die. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved brothers, it is in the stillness that the flesh is destroyed. Then this is the place that we have to go. Okay? The first thing for you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is the word. The second, silence and stillness. Yes. And the third one, the last one, I am near finishing. The third one is obedience. Okay? The first, I want you, the first one, the word, amen? The second one, silence, putting away all distraction. And, and the stillness, the quieting of the soul. And the third, obedience. Before I, I enter in the, in the part, in the third, obedience, I need to talk something about stillness. Do you want to bring stillness to your soul? Yes or no? Yes. If you want to bring stillness to your, your soul, please, Worship Jesus. Worship Jesus. <laughs> because you can be in silence, but not receiving anything. Yes. Turn your focus from the things of this world and place them on Him. In Jesus. This is the point. In doing it, you will see the scriptures are true. And when you start doing that, his presence is going to bring you the peace that you need. But you need to worship Jesus Christ. 
In stillness, you have to worship Jesus Christ. Amen? And then, the third point, obedience. This is the third key to recognizing or hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 37, 23 says, The Lord directs the step of the godly. He delights in every details of their lives. Or the godly are those who are blessed by the direction of the Lord. Amen? I want to read another verse, Proverbs 3.6. Proverbs 3.6. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. But now, beloved brothers and sisters, now, at this point, some might say, someone might say, but pastor, I still don't know what the Holy Spirit wants for me. I am doing, I am quiet, I am in silence, I quiet my, my soul, but I still don't know what's God's will for my life, the specific. This is where it is important to understand that He will, the will of, of the Holy Spirit is really clearly spelled out in the scripture. Okay? Now I am joining. These two parts, what I told you in the beginning, do you remember the basic things? Do you remember the basic things that God told you to do? Now I'm going to put all together, okay? You need to be connected. Don't get distracted, okay? Then God gave us something. What is the basic things that God expects from us? Live holy. Live a holy life, amen? Live a lifestyle of prayer. Pray with all your heart. Or take part on the meetings, on, on the service. Love one another. Forgive one another. Evangelize. Give your tithes, offering. This is the basic things. The life of a believer is described on the scripture. And God God give us clear instructions for us to follow in his word. So when you don't know what to do with those specific things in your life. Like, where should I, I work? Where? What job? Where should I go to school? What school should I go? Where should you build your life? Whom you should marry. For these specifics, turn back to the basics. Did you get? For the specifics, turn back to the basics. If you live, if you live the basics, that positions you in a place where you can hear the specifics from God. Did you get? That basic things are going to position you 
for you to receive the specifics from God. Would you like to receive the specifics from God? But there is these steps. There are people, they want to go to the secondary school without going to the primary school. Sorry, this is the point. Very simple. Obey. Pay attention. Obey the written word of God and the spoken word of God. Then, and then the spoken word of God, you become clear. Obey the written word and the revelation, the specific, you become clear. Why is not clear? Because something in the basics is not okay. Obey his instruction. Because disobeying makes it very difficult to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. This is why obedience is so important. Because when we are not obeying his instruction, it's going to be hard to listen to the Holy Spirit. We're going to be confused. Is it the Holy Spirit not what to do? It's going to be very confused. I'm going to finish with that. Pay attention. Some people want God to speak to them when they haven't yet done what God has already told them to do. I'm going to re read again, to repeat again. Some people want God to speak to them when they haven't yet done what God has already told them to do. I'm going to finish saying, God will speak. God will speak. And not speak again until you have obeyed what he has already asked you. Okay? He's going to speak, not going to speak again. Until you obey what he already said for you to do. Why? Would God give you the step number four if you have not yet taken step number one or two? Why? God's going to give you one step here, but this one you, don't, you didn't obey yet. Obedience is so important. Obedience brings clarity of mind. When you obey, everything is clear. When you don't obey, it's not clear. It's everything confused. Obedience brings peace. Obedience brings wisdom. Obedience invites the guidance, hand, the guiding hand of God. Obedience helps you to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Obedience helps you to recognize His voice. How to hear the, the Holy Spirit? How to recognize his voice? Can you say the three steps? The Bible, the word, right? Silence, Silence and stillness. And the third? Obedience. When you obey the first, second steps, God says, okay, let's go for the third. Let's go for the fourth. Let's go to the next. Let's stand up, please. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you receive this word from God today? Amen. You have
have to receive prayers. I want to live a significant life. I don't know you. I don't want to make mistakes. I want to obey him. I want to, to be one day before him and say, God, how oh, I want to serve you. Pastor Paulo, please, could you come to the, if it's possible, to the keyboard? Please, don't get distracted now. I have a question to you. What are some distractions that make it difficult for you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? What are the distractions? Maybe you have to take away some distractions. Okay? Second question. How, how can you begin to remove this distraction? How? You need to see, what distraction is it? But how can I remove this distraction? You have to do something very practical. From your life. Why sometimes we have not received the specific directions for our lives? Why? Please close your eyes. Close your eyes. Start praying right now. Many Christians sometimes they have they are taking wrong decisions by confusing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Remember being faithful in the little, being faithful in the small things. A requirement before God can give you the specific guidance for your life and the direction for the specific things that He has for your life. If you live the basic, if you do the basic things, that positions you in a place where you can hear the specifics from God. Please pray right now and say to God, God, I want to fulfill my calling. I want to serve you faithfully. I want to be found at the end of my life as a good and faithful servant, Father. Say, I don't want to be lazy in my life. I want to spend time with you reading the word. I want to be silent in your presence, taking away all distraction. I want to quiet my soul. I want to see my flesh totally destroyed in order to please you. Say to him, I'm going to take these steps because I, not, I don't want to go to wrong directions. I don't want to go to take shortcuts in my life. I want to obey you in the basic, in the small things. Doesn't matter. Start doing the small things. And God's going to say, 
Wow, faithful servant, I'm going to give you more, because you are obeying these small things, the basic ones. I'm going to speak to you the specific things for your life. Keep praying. God is calling you to that place. God is missing you in that quiet place. The Holy Spirit is calling you to that life where you are going to quiet your soul. You are going to close out destruction of your life. And the Lord is saying to you, my daughter, my son, you are going to hear my voice very clear. Because you belong to me. I have good plans for your life. Father, we thank you, Father, for this time together. Father, I pray in, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that you would help that one to be a person that is sensitive to your voice. Help us, Father. Help us to recognize when you are speaking. From all the voices of this world. Father, we want to recognize that you are speaking. Help us, Father. Father, help them. Help my brothers and sisters to do the practical. That you might do the supernatural, Father. Help them to do these practical things. Obeying, reading, quieting their soul. In order for you to do the supernatural. And the Lord is saying to you, when you obey me in the small things, when you obey me in the basic one, when you seek my face, you are going to be able to hear my voice, says the Lord. Father, let them obey your word, Father, that they might hear your voice more clearly, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you cause us to see. Open our spiritual eyes to see, Lord. Give us the discernment. In order for us not to be deceived, Lord. Help each one of us. Open our eyes, Lord, to see the needs, the opportunities that are before us. Help us, Father, not to be, not to neglect the gifts, our talents. Father, help us to use it for your glory, Lord. You have given us, Father, this is a beautiful church. You have given to all my brothers and sisters talents. You have given to them gifts, Father. To each one of them. No one that are listening to me right now. Through the internet, in this church. No one can say, I have no gifts. Because you have blessed them so much. Father, help us to discern how to use 
our connection that you are giving us, our resources that you are putting in our hands, our voice, our mouth, everything that we have, Lord. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray. Give us discernment. Open our eyes, Lord, to see. In Jesus' name, Lord, revival us. What do you have entrusted us, Father? Revive. Reveal to every one of us. Please. Reveal to each one of us right now. What you have entrusted us. Because you want to be a good workers, Father. In Jesus' name. Help us, Father, to use it well. Help us to live a significant life. For your glory and honor, Father, we pray. Help us to be faithful until the end of our lives. And one day to be received by you as a good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I bless all my brothers and sisters. And I declare, Father, all of them that listen to this preaching, this word of today, today's word. They are going to listen to your voice. They are going to enter in a new time. In a new relationship with you, Lord. Because you have said, my sheep, you hear my voice. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I bless all my brothers and sisters. And I declare this fresh anointing over your life, your family and relatives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And receive all the glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and help you to listen and to hear his voice. God bless you and see you next week. In Jesus' name, amen.